0: What's up, high and mighty fans? This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code mighty at checkout to get 10% off Squarespace. Build it beautiful, man. Look. I have a website. Check out gabris.com. It's a really dope website. I made it myself with some friends, but it was a hassle. It was expensive. It was difficult. I barely know how to update it. I wanted to add a little thing about this podcast, High and Mighty, and I had to hire someone to do that for me. Squarespace lets you make your website yourself and dumps it down so much that even a guy like me, who's pretty much an unshaven caveman, can figure it out himself. So... You get a professional-looking site, no matter how your skill. You don't even have to code or anything like that. It's intuitive, easy to use. All the technology that's powering your site got security, stability. Everyone's using it, and only eight dollars a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. So start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. Right. If you're in a cash-only business, I'm looking at you pool hall owners and drug dealers, you can even sign up at Squarespace. Make sure you use my show's offer code MIGHTY and you get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Now's the time to make that webcam site you always wanted of your creepy neighbor. I am What's up, shitheads? Welcome to another episode of the High and Mighty Podcast. Today, we're going to be dabbling in the nerd world. I know we switch back and forth wildly. Sorry, jocks. Do something else. You know, just go do buys and tries. This one's for the nerds. We're going to be talking fantasy novels with friend, stand-up comic, writer, and fantasy novel enthusiast, Jared Logan. Jared Logan, thank you so much for coming on. So happy to be
1: here. Hey, there's no line between jocks and nerds anymore. There isn't. It's all the same guy. Yeah. It's just interests.
0: Yeah, I know. Like Ronda Rousey likes Pokemon was like an announcement I saw. Is that a real thing? (laughs) Yeah, I think she like or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something. I saw a picture. Maybe (laughs) she it was like Ronda Rousey is a fan of anime, and it's like everyone's mind is blown. Dudes are just coming to that. Oh, I bet.
1: (laughs) Don't she's so sexy to me. I would love to be held in her arms, her strong (laughs) arms. Arms.
0: I saw some meme today that was like I would only last 34 seconds with Ronda Rousey as right. well, and I agree wholeheartedly. Yes, yes, I like a dominating woman, and Rousey, Rowdy Rousey brings that to me. That's right, man. She's beautiful. <laughs> She's, you know, we just we're like we're gonna nerd out about comic books instead. We just talk about girls in our class that we have crushes on. I also on. think
1: it's funny that you know the reason. Well, I don't know. I started getting in my head cuz I was like now I'm saying I want to fuck her like that's sort of like takes away it's like now I take away your strength Rhonda <laughs>
0: Yeah you're beautiful like this like it's like oh look at that beautiful gazelle I want right. to fuck it I want to
1: fuck it <laughs> That's what, no that's seriously that's why I think all uh, strip clubs have like animal names like cheetah club or Yeah cuz it's, Kitty it's Cat like club.
0: bagging a big game I when you fuck
1: fuck the cheetah
0: <laughs> yeah you, it's the it's the hunting mentality brought yeah. down from uh for food instead instead of for food it's for sex
1: yes well i'm a gatherer <laughs> i'm
0: a big time gatherer i gather
1: breasts for harvest
0: <laughs> i'm always been a picker like yeah. I, <laughs> I just grab a uh like a little raspberry nipple or two right. and go on this uh, i'm off game with this analogy no no, no you <laughs> pick
1: berries i get it it's funny <laughs> That's what nipples seem like, berries. If, if not to
0: overcompensate, we said we are going to talk about fantasy novels, now we're solely talking about tits. Because, you know, we're just, the line between jocks and nerds is gone,
1: bro. We're selling ourselves as nerds for sure. Yeah, ner- with this <laughs> breast talk. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right, it's the thing is like, nerds don't like chicks it's like they do this is exactly how they talk about them yes, in yes. weird hunter-gatherer metaphor bits it makes
1: me think <laughs> of that part from 40 uh, year old virgin where they're all talking about chicks and he's like yeah I want to touch your breasts just like bags of sand <laughs> just like big old bags of sand and then
0: and, uh, the Mackay Pfeiffer is just well, not Mackay Pfeiffer Romany e. Malco that's just me yeah. confusing every black bald actor <laughs> yeah Romany e. Malco is just the face he makes in that yeah, scene. Yeah. he makes me laugh the whole what time. are you talking about bags
1: of sand <laughs>
0: um jared let's let's nail it down for the listeners yes what what are we talking about when we say fantasy novels because uh i'm a big time reader i read a lot of different kinds of books Mm -hmm. way less since moving to california yeah Uh, and would you say like do you have any delineations like do you include sci-fi when we talk fantasy novels are you thinking sci-fi
1: well i think people get very uh Yeah, they get very pedantic about this, and they want to tell you that it's speculative fiction, which covers both science fiction and fantasy.
0: Wow. Speculative fiction sounds vague enough that it covers so much.
1: It's weird because you need a word that kind of opens it up to these worlds that are not really... They're not really castles and dungeons and swords, but they're also not like spaceships and like, you know, genetic manipulation they're like these just these odd worlds that people come up with that are neither nor
0: i i exactly i i there's like fantasy and sci-fi then there's a bunch of books in the middle that would be right hard in this to-
1: very center is steampunk
0: right and steampunk is something that i for all of my nerd over the years of playing D, magic x-files yeah. everything i've ever done steampunk has always been just a little out of reach for me i've never sure are, is steampunk for people a little older than us?
1: No, it's for well, it's gotten really popular. People a bit younger than you and I. Yeah, and here's part of the popularity. The part that I don't like is that it's a kind of a dress-up thing, right? Because with the proliferation of all the the, the conventions dressing up is very popular you know I've always been heavy into this stuff I never wanted to dress up like I was in it no uh, I, there's a lot of judgment oozing in the way I said that yeah yeah we, hey if you
0: want to dress up fucking go for it but fuck I fuck
1: you if you, you, yeah, you
0: want to dress up put on your fucking outfit come on to this come into the studio and let Jared and I just dress you down
1: that's a bridge too far <laughs> I attained puberty in uh, 1995 and at that point it was not okay I could see though the
0: the thing that didn't want me to dre- make me want to dress up when I was a kid is because I wanted it to be cool and I can never yeah. ex- now that you're older and like have money, I could see how it, like I could see how you would build to that like. My priorities shifted at some point, yeah. but if you went straight from being like, uh, "I love this nerdy shit," to having money, like you get a job after college, you're like, "Oh shit, I have money now! I could spend it exactly how I want." Yeah. I feel like you would get Iron Man replica armor at that point.
1: I, 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 I do want to say I was joking earlier. If you dress, if that's what makes you happy, <laughs> if that what makes you uh, not go out and hurt somebody, then yeah. you go at it. But. For me, it's like, I don't know. I think with our obsessions, there does have to be a line. And for some reason, mine is... Right before I put on a special hat,
0: I dressed up for the Renaissance Fair this year, which I was think... was that fun. It was a, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. That's a little different because you're going into a world that is like co- like going dressing up as a con- at a convention is like You're Iron Man walking past, uh, you know, Davos wor- walking past whoever walking out. right, and it's, so it's like not Renaissance Fair. You like enter into the world. Yeah, there's some dudes just there in full Jedi gear for whatever yeah. reason. Like, there's always somebody who's like steampunk with like like a telephone like a payphone on their back i mean or some people
1: shit. do amazing work i mean i you know i do admire that i admire when someone creates an incredible re- replica of some anime character you've never heard of
0: right i'm like oh yeah i guess giant swords are a thing yeah
1: <laughs> that's like for three people that see it and are like ah kunagashi rono yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah i love that one. T- Oh, in demon form too that's wow. almost
0: what you're going for right yeah when you dress up because it is like it is like wearing the t-shirt of like like an obscure reference like like for yeah. example, we both have these t-shirts that say Bazinga on them. Bazinga. Right. Because <laughs> we're diehard Big Bang Theory fans,
1: <laughs> Right. Now, I will wear a t-shirt occasionally. Right. I will right. wear a t-shirt. Not Bazinga, come on. <laughs> but like, I yes, can do better than that. You
0: wear like an inside joke t-shirt or, sure. you know, and someone someone gives you the knowing nod or, hey, I like your shirt. Yeah. That, that extrapolates to being in a full like mech warrior suit and someone yeah. recognizing who you are. I'll
1: be like, they're like, oh, you like my shirt? You've heard of...
0: The Beatles? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, Jared has a t shirt that says the Beatles suck written in Sharpie. Yeah. On right
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's who I feel sorry for at the dress up conventions is the guy who like is doing it on a budget and he's got Just sort of like bad makeup and like a box on his arm.
0: (laughs) This is going to be controversial and misogynistic, but the people I love at the con are the women who dress up like the characters, but they don't have the same... You never see a dude... Like, you don't see like a fat Superman.
1: Oh, well... I mean, you do. I don't want to interrupt your riff, but you really do. (laughs) You
0: really really do, but I feel like they would never wear... Like, a girl that is wildly overweight might still dress up as, uh, Dallas multi-pass, uh, whatever. Like a dude would, a dudes have like that layer of like, I don't want to look like that. Like, would you see like a fat, like weird dude in like a tank top? Maybe, I guess maybe you
1: would now yeah. we're just riffing <laughs> now and like, now, now we're just getting into our body issues yeah. i'm like real, i would never wait we're just i'm crying <laughs> i've been real down on myself lately
0: you would would just but what about this outfit jerry <laughs> we're just trying <laughs> like, on clothes still just, fat pig <laughs> you're circling my fat with a sharpie <laughs> thank you master uh I guess what I'm saying, I love the chicks who are not the size of the character they're dressed up as. I find yeah. that to be so awesome. And, like, that's. Those are my favorite people. It it's like, a
1: fantasy. It's not your fan. It's not, they're not thinking of it's your fantasy to look at them. They're thinking it's my fantasy, fantasy to, to, be to be this, be this person. Part. Right, exactly. It's not for you. It's for them. Right. That's what's so interesting to me. It's a costume for the person wearing it, not for the people looking yeah, at
0: it. Yeah, it's almost. It's more of a demonstration of skill than it is of um, aesthetics, In a right? Way, it's like it's the not costume what I... doesn't disguise you;
1: it reveals you.
0: Oh shit! I got think we're, we're done. done.
1: <laughs> we got it. We did it. We
0: pretty much figured this whole thing out. Yeah. All right. Well, we solved cosplaying. Good. Let's move on to fantasy novels. So, for me, the I don't know what the exact genre includes, but for me, the novels I like are the sword sorcery might magic wizards warriors yeah. dungeons dragons all of those alliterative yeah. phrases that's what that's what i that's the kind of fantasy i like to read i do read other stuff but that's the shit that oh i could read shit Dungeons and Dragons fantasy right like I could totally I could just enjoy it for the genre yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah absolutely is that um, your favorite in that world or do you have uh sword and sorcery yeah I would say it is but I have a, I mean I, I can get pretty niche niche and specific with this which is for some reason I like stuff that's a bit older like I, I still read all of Game of Thrones you know what yeah. I mean but um uh, I like like Robert Howard Conan you know what I mean yeah, that stuff yeah. was written in the 30s the yeah. 40s um, I like uh, Michael Moorcock, uh, Elric. Do you oh, know Elric? Nope. This soo- uh, it sounds familiar. Elric. Can, I, can I quote something for you? This will let you know if you're into Elric. Do it. I have the first novel in the Elric ser- series. It's called Elric of Melnibony. And I ca- I think I can remember the back of the novel because it's so amazing. It hit me. It's like it goes, uh, in the land of sorceress Melnibony. Elric sits upon the ruby throne, an albino kept alive by drugs and magic. <laughs> His is a path few would choose willingly, colon, a eternal adventure. <laughs>
0: That's the back of that book. I am in that is the like that has like six of my favorite keywords up including <laughs> albino magic drugs yeah these are all of my favorite things an
1: albino kept alive by <laughs> drugs and magic
0: now that is like a tmz headline <laughs> like, yeah that is, that's some like dark shit yeah you hear about in a basement in detroit or something that's right yeah, they had yeah, an yeah, albino yeah. that they kept alive with drugs and magic <laughs> oh that's awesome that's really that's that a is. great
1: character too elric of Melnibone. I'm into it. He's he's now he's out of the '60s. That's the '60s series, and he's like this. Um, he's like part of this race that's older than humanity, and they're kind of decadent, and they're kind of like they like to. fucking use drugs
0: why else I love the shit from the 70s is so obviously from the 70s like even with comic books like all the Adam Warlock shit it's all like do acid and open your mind's eye to the world that's what it is totally
1: (laughs) and and, uh, he has a sword that steals souls in his horribly cursed it's like a huge problem for in the entire series um, that's a great series I'm, in, um, I'm
0: see that that's i'm on board for that because of the world it takes it doesn't i love uh, it doesn't have to be Forgotten Realms for me to enjoy right. it, but that's the I like the Conan world. I like the sort like you know, yeah. strength or dexterity, or is it a wizard? You know, like yeah. everyone has their specialization.
1: They 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 say that Conan is they call that sword and sorcery. See, they really chop it up into subgenres. Oh, I love this.
0: This is why you're here. By yeah, way.
1: and then and then if you're talking about something that's a D and D sort of universe, a Forgotten Realms sort of universe, and of course. All of D and D comes from Tolkien, right? Yeah. So if you're talking about that, you're usually talking about high fantasy. High high fantasy, which
0: is the classic like dwarves, elves,
1: dwarves, elves, wizards, clerics, wizards, clerics, exactly. And uh, that's high fantasy. People go, "Oh, I thought that was epic fantasy." Epic fantasy just means it's fucking super long yeah so depending on what you think of long a little bit while i why i gravitate to the older stuff the sword and sorcery stuff is because you can read one in about a week and a half yeah
0: it's not like a tome like the cleric's quintet or something yeah and then
1: you can kind of get through them you know yeah and they're kind of written with the same um the same kind of energy and and pacing of like a Dashel hammett or like a you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. a donald westlake like it comes fast it's a yeah it's a pot boiler with <laughs> yeah. swords and demons I'm, you know i'm into that. i like that shit um but i i've read a lot of epic fantasy is there any other delineations fantasy.
0: i'm enjoying this high fantasy sword and sorcery well
1: let's see of course you've got your uh your licensed tie-ins yeah right of course so, yeah so i mean but there's been great work in that field yeah <laughs> Have you read the uh, the Margaret Wise Tracy Hickman Dragonlance novels? No. Oh, they're fucking fantastic well they were when i was 15 <laughs> right if yeah I go back now i don't know
0: let's just tell that to the audience if you're listening we, uh we are not experts we are not right we are uh, wildly when we have no research materials oh, i us. have to
1: admit to you right now i made up every name i've just mentioned
0: <laughs> yeah. and i'm going sounds great sounds <laughs>
1: great that sounds true <laughs> uh no i haven't I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm right about what i've said so far so yeah they wrote um, a series of novels based on their Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the Dragonlance universe, which is one of the many universes that the TSR Dungeons & Yeah, and I've read some provided. Dragonlance
0: universe novels like... The- the dragon, the seasonal dragon novels, like Dragons of Winter. That's Dra- them. Oh, that. So yeah. you've read them. Yeah. So I have read they're them. F-
1: they're great. They're fucking awesome. They yeah. move. They've got all kinds of cool characters. Yes. Yes. They've got like a they've got like a R two D two C three P O kind of guys. I mean, they're not robots, but there's like a dwarf and a kender who are kind of like comic relief. Yes. And I'm they re- go off on their own all the time. Yeah, I remember
0: this. Specific- oh, that's remember awesome. the
1: re- the red mage Rastlin.
0: Nope. Okay, so (laughs) there's,
1: there's twins, and one is a red mage. Red mages are neutral, sometimes they do good things. Sometimes they do bad shit. You That's never know. That's classic
0: Final Fantasy I. That's yeah. 8-bit Final Fantasy. Red, white, and black mages. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And then uh, Racelin is the red mage, and he's always a little bit like maybe going to make the wrong choice because he's neutral. And his brother is Caramon, who's just this big, really friendly, like good warrior guy <laughs> who takes care of his wasting wizard brother. <laughs> um, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, dude. I loved those books. I, I read those. I, I remember reading those. I lived in like I, w- I wasn't even living in my the home my childhood home at that point. I must have read them yeah. when I was like twelve or something like and that. And
1: I think that they're so good. Well, they're based on a they're based on a role playing campaign that someone had. I think even Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman were involved in the campaign and then uh, so that's good but i also feel like when you were reading those they were so close to star wars in a way right like yeah, yeah. Uh, they people still remembered what was good about star wars when they were written which is basically like what's cool about star wars to me is everybody is, is together at the beginning of the story and they're like, oh no, we have a huge problem. You go there. I'll go here. Get over there. Stop that. I'll take care of when, Yeah, yeah. When, when like Justice League is good, it's like that, right? So yeah. then everybody splits up. They're all having crazy... Fucking shit happens. Everyone's growing as a character. Everyone's growing. Every, it's, you know, it's literally mixed.
0: in these fantasy novels, gaining levels, gaining magic items, right? right
1: getting b- and it's like mixed doubles. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, how's he gonna get along with him this time? And then they, and then you wait for them to come back together, and they always come back together at some kind of big battle or something like that. And it's so satisfying. And George R.R. R. Martin, uh, those kind are of by the way, the best that way, League and the- then just never brought them back together. Yeah, we're it like killed them. <laughs> we're gonna be in like
0: seven five books in and it's like and then Jon Snow finally meets Tyrion yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, well he's not gonna meet anybody well we'll see mm, he did <laughs> I think he's dead uh, um, yeah I love that um, what got you
0: what got you uh, here I'll tell you i Star Wars is obviously a soft gateway drug into anything in that world when you like sure when you start liking lightsabers cuz they're you're a kid and they're swords that cut through everything then you start liking swords then there's like the chivalry of the Jedi world yeah. then it's knights it, it it transfers pretty easily so when you I didn't think of Star Wars as my cuz I liked Star Wars before I liked D&D yeah um and th- when you said Star Wars just there I was like oh shit that is there like a lot of the same things of like same storytelling same like father's evil like yeah i mean those are all classic conrad-esque stories but yeah it's th- that has got to be part of my gateway into fantasy is star wars, star wars. has
1: no science in it it's funny right. that they call it science fiction <laughs> right, it's right right so anti-science <laughs> yes, it actually it's,
0: takes place in the past so it's not even a future
1: right yeah <laughs> it's a robot i guess it's basically like a, a spirit or an, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah it not, at no point do they talk about how the science of any of it works right it's it's just all fun they call that soft science fiction right?
0: right where you don't really justify a lot of the stuff like right where it's not some some science fiction i feel like is very heavy on the science, and yeah. like they love that. That's part. hard
1: science fiction. And then Star Wars is because it's a hyperdrive, or yeah, yeah. really, I mean, the ultimate because of the force, right? Right. Which the is, force, which literally doesn't even have a description. Yeah, it's just the magi- force. Yeah, right. And then well, what's like- it do? Well, it can do mind stuff, but it can also have lasers. But it's also <laughs> invisibility. But yeah. it can also be you turn into a car. What? <laughs> yeah, it can it's do telepathy, anything.
0: It's confusing for it's, other people. Everything. Yeah. That. It's yeah. the, how you, yeah, you can feel when millions of people die.
1: It That's can, helpful. It can make you a good swordsman. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Everything that,
0: then. That is a, fu- a very. <laughs> the force is magic, yeah. but magic in any fantasy world is more defined than yeah. <laughs> than the forces.
1: It really is. In uh, uh, so, any good fantasy world. Exactly. I just want one more thing about Star Wars before we move on is I think that reading The Lord of the Rings, if you were a kid raised on Star Wars, it makes it a little disappointing because you're sold The Lord of the Rings at one point like it's an epic adventure and then it's not like reading Star Wars with elves. It's like reading Beowulf with elves. It really is not. The epic of Gilgamesh with elves. It's... <laughs> the, the Hobbit... Uh,
0: is the like the Lord of Rings is not as good. I mean, it's not, it is so good. It's so everything that I always like. But it wasn't the first fantasy book I read. Right. I had read like way more popcorn fantasy books yeah. before that. So when I read that, I was like, this does feel a little like homework. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we, we read the dumber ones first and it ruined us for it a little right, bit. Exactly. You know? we were, right, exactly. Where it's
0: like, no, I want fucking heads split open. Yeah. you know. Instead it's like, this is very interesting character building. I don't give a fuck about that. Where's, yeah. the, where's the dragon made out of bones that's a necromancer rides in? Actually, that is in Lord of the Rings. Never mind, check that.
1: Is that really? Is, <laughs> is that the
0: uh, Ringwraiths Nazgul? Kind of oh thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are
1: kind of like on like skeletal steeds yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. But you know, it, Lord of the Rings what I think it's really 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 good at is um making you feel like it's a real world cuz he really did make a full world. yeah Like it's, it's almost like the, the the world came first, the, 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 world the language, first. the
0: history, all that shit. That's so I mean,
1: now you got me going. Can I tell you my my Lord of the Rings theory? Oh, God, I'd love this. So, (laughs) of course, we just said we don't remember everything. All I know is that I think that that Tolkien was a, a friend of some famous poet or novelist. And at one point, there's a story that the novelist went over to Tolkien and saw that Tolkien had created this whole language and all these maps and this whole fucking world. And the, he was like, hey, uh, you got to turn this into, you know, like a story now because <laughs> yeah. all you're doing is making this thing. You're just
0: making a, a D&D campaign that no one is going to play. That no one's playing. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's all for you by yourself, right? <laughs> and uh, it took him a long time to get from The Hobbit To finishing the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I mean, many years of his life. I think it's something like 20 years or something like that. And you gotta think he was like living with this thing for 20 years, it like consumed him. The story of The Lord of the Rings is, like, about... There's this thing, and you've got to throw it in the fucking mountain <laughs> and get rid of it! Yeah, and if uh, every moment
0: you hold on to it beats you up more and more inside. Right, <laughs> yeah,
1: because... Oh, that's weird, We yeah. saw what happened to Gollum, who is essentially... Looks like someone who didn't leave their house in a right, while that so they like were a, working a, on an epic fantasy yeah, story. A, pro,
0: a programmer or a writer who
1: hasn't. has, <laughs> has inf-
0: I've been blocked. I've been blocked. Yes. Oh. I
1: think he's the main character of The Lord of the Rings. I think, he, well, I think he's the Tolkien character, Gollum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm. I'm about to do Yoda in Yeah, of no, I'm close.
1: <laughs> Master is tricksy. Habits is come. Yeah. Fish heads, fish heads, roly roly fish heads. Man, people don't know this. Tolkien would eat raw fish by biting the head off <laughs> and could turn invisible, and that made hell for the PR. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird that he had that power.
0: So, before I read Lord of the Rings, I started playing DD, and mm-hmm. you know, Star Wars was always in that. And then I picked up a book, uh, the Icewind Dale trilogy. Yeah, and uh, it's in the Forgotten Realms world, mm-hmm. starring probably one. One of the most famous of these high fantasy characters.
1: Yes. Drizit Do'Urden. Drizit Do'Urden. Drow Elf
0: Ranger. <laughs> yes. And that book, I think the first one was called The Halfling's Gem or The Crystal Shard. One one of those two, or those are two of the names of the book. From that trilogy on, I've never not read a R.A. Salvatore. I've read all of R.A. Wow. Salvatore's I, books. You know, I, ha-
1: I actually haven't read any Salvatore. My brother reads everything so he's read Drizzt du yeah all i know about the tie-in books is sometimes they make me laugh a little bit because they'll just like make like if you're like a heavy gamer they're kind of like winking at you like this is the information that you need like you know in Drizzt du stories that, i think they always make kind of a deal of the fact that he's a dual wielding
0: yes oh. <laughs> they always talk about his dual wielding which is a ranger skill and they like mentioned yeah, like yeah, which yeah. he learned from his ranger training which yes. is like the most and there's a very much a heavy hand towards magic items in like with this sword, he's able to, you know, icing death. What? Unbeknownst to him, it glows blue when a blank, you know, it's yeah, like, sure. And it just reveals properties, but that yeah. scratches a very, like that scratches your first, per, uh, your MMORPGs. It's sure. that you need where you're like, Oh, uh, like there's a, f- I, this is not a spoiler. Cause I can't even name the book it happens in. But at one point, Drizzt meets his match in another swordsman. He's faster than everyone. He he has bracers that increase his speed a little bit. Yeah, and it's still not enough. He's still, but then he. Before the battle He puts the bracers On his ankles And his footwork Increases there And it, it changes is. The whole game I'm like This is so This is like A Skyrim hack It's like yeah. Instead Where the boots
1: <laughs> Of Plus 2 It's Dexter. so codified You <laughs> right. know what I mean Like you know That there was like Some kid read it And was like This is why I can do that In the game today Yeah like, yeah Well and that's that's And yelling at his Dungeon master <laughs> Look at the Drissin page put him on his ankle Drizzt Driss- did it
0: Trust me Add an addendum <laughs> Uh, and in those books too, he's teams up with a halfling thief, a dwarven fighter, a yeah. barbarian, and then uh, his girlfriend Caddy Bree, who's an archer slash amateur mage. Okay, so it's like it's a party as well. It's like built yeah. the most star- and and that's all I needed to. And I read, and then from there it just spiraled outwards of like going to this going to Barnes and Noble, s- not seeing any other R. A. Salvatore books or Drizzt books, and being like. Ed Greenwood. Okay, like, you know, like, I'll try this next. But always in that high fantasy in the... What's the term you use for like the Forgotten Realms or Dragonlance books?
1: Well, it's a licensed,
0: license, license, because it's in property. that world. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like Elminster the sage is referenced
1: in every Forgotten Realms. Yeah, book, and yeah. I just love any kind of like meeting where someone was like Elminster wouldn't do that, yeah. so you need to take it out of the book. Yeah, it's
0: like weird Marvel continuity. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like we got to sell, sell, set up Elminster in this because we need him for the Doctor Strange movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's sometimes that's a little bit why I like um, the older stuff because those guys like. Never had a they, a hard and fast rule. Yeah, like yeah. they would just be like, I don't know how it works, or they would change <laughs> it from book to book. Yeah, like, ah, he's blonde now. Sorry, I forgot I was drunk. Yeah,
0: like characters are just uh, blind warriors yeah. for one whole book and then not blind. <laughs> I write
1: I write one of these per month. So yeah, yeah I forgot. I crank these this garbage
0: uh, yeah. out yeah. for you monsters. It's not garbage. No, no, yeah, no. So. Once and I think the only thing people would have a problem with if they didn't read fiction, uh, if they don't read fantasy, is the names. Mm -hmm. Names are the thing that guff everyone up.
1: Oh, even a minute ago, you said Drow, and I was like, you know, the asshole nerd in me was like, I I believe it's Drow. See, Drow, but I I, maybe I'm wrong. I that's just how my group of virgins said it. Yeah, my group of virgins said Drow, but it's that's really funny you say
0: that because. A lot of these things are never said out loud. Yeah. And so they're only in your head. I always use this example. I said Hermione until I saw the Harry Potter movie. Oh, I wow. Was like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. It's not that. Yeah. And then that's happened a couple of times since where I'm like, like, whose name? I definitely said so many different people's names different on Game of Thrones, on A Song of Ice and Fire in my yeah. mind. Because you just blow past it. You're like, Tyron. Got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tyron. Like, yeah. Done. Yeah. Exactly. All right fans of game of thrones and yours truly i'm here to tell you guys about shaving man i used to shave with a razor so old it looked like a rusty prison toothbrush shank and i just didn't want to buy new razors because i don't have that much money this podcast isn't that successful yet so what i did was i joined dollarshaveclub.com and it changed everything man i shave with a fresh blade whenever i want you get a whole sleeve of amazing razors, just a few bucks. could change the blade as often you want. Shaving with a fresh blade is so... N- and now I know what you're saying to yourself right now. Gabrus, you have a beard, and you've always had a beard. Yeah, I know I have a beard, but I'll tell you what. I got a neck, and more importantly, I got balls. And I don't like any hair down there because it's an old restaurant trick that small potatoes make the steak look bigger. And I'm not about to use a rusty razor down in my old rusty area down there. So... I highly recommend joining Dollar Shave Club, dude. You Don't get price gouged anymore. You don't have to squeeze out as many shaves as you possibly can from one razor. You can change it frequently. So you can upgrade to shaving with a fresh blade whenever you want. It's a luxury. And one-third the price. So join me, all the people here at HeadGum, and millions of others who have figured out the smarter way to shave. Join Dollar Shave Club right now by going to dollarshaveclub.com slash mighty notice i didn't say backslash i've been getting some feedback that it's not truly a backslash it's a forward slash well i'll tell you what if you put in a backslash 10 to 1 says you can still get to the website but for the record that's dollarshaveclub.com forward slash mighty all right let's talk about
1: fantasy now i can't now i can't remember what their faces looked like in my head that's one thing I always hate about when they make it into a movie or something.
0: It then burns it back, burns it. It, it, back, burns it. it back
1: burns it. Whatever it, that it, expression.
0: I love you. to Take that mm, verb as well. No, With that the,
1: feels right. Yeah. It, it like it like what reformats. your mind had made. A
0: hundred, a hundred percent. And I'm mad. Like I didn't love the Lord, uh, the Hobbit movies.
1: Yeah, I didn't pretty, either. Right? I
0: I enjoy I enjoy f- fantasy action in yeah. like Battle for Five Armies, Battle of the Five Armies. Great that's a fun movie. Yeah. It's great. But in my head, I'm like, Oh man, now everything, that's who I see when I think of the Hobbit now, instead of like what I originally
1: thought. I thought there were so many problems. I think if you're going to do a film, you really got to make it all very fleshy and real and kind of down to earth. Even if it's a fantasy, I think that's what worked about the Lord of the Rings films that he did. Right. And and these films had all this like crazy physics, like just in the first one where they're jumping around in that goblin, um, like in the mountains. Yeah. in God, like, the barrel in the barrel race falling off of bridges yeah, and yeah. jumping on other bridges and you're like they're not moving like people like it loses it,
0: like stakes you're like oh you can just leap off a building and be okay yeah, then like how can you not lose around, a fight? Like, road runner <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, they got yeah. to be cartoony like even yeah. like that's what you like about the like Because also Viggo Mortensen brings like gravitas to everything where you're like, this dude's really having a hard time out there. He's (laughs) like a
1: dark star pulling matter toward him.
0: (laughs) He is Elastar, the Elfstone of Dunedin. (laughs) Yeah. He's awesome. Fuck. I would watch
1: him in anything. Oh, I just
0: watched randomly A History of Violence was on the other day. Like when I was putting on a TV show to leave on for my dog <laughs> while I left you, LA has changed me. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, history of violence. And then I just was like, had like 20 minutes to burn. And I'm like, fuck man. Vigo is so good. Yes. Yeah. Has he been
1: anything recently? When you came home, was your dog like covered in tattoos doing pushups? <laughs> yeah.
0: My, my dog was in a cheerleading outfit like Maria Bello. And that's also another scene burned in my head. is Maria oh, yeah. Bello puts on a cheerleading outfit.
1: woo um, yeah, he was the perfect choice for the for, for Aragorn. He oh, was awesome.
0: What amazing cast. So yeah. now now I'm gonna pick your brain a little bit. Sure. You're the reason this the reason you're we found out that you're a fantasy novel guy is we were both shooting a nerdy game show yeah. thing for college humor with Mike Trapp. And I heard, overheard you, Pat Castles and Adam Conover, friends of the yes. show talking about fantasy novels, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't even speak this shit out loud. It felt like, you know, you heard like hearing one specific when some you know, someone you know, someone says like, well, you know, snow crash, blah, blah, and you're like, Wait, what? Snow crash? (laughs) Yeah, and you're like You know about that? (laughs) Exactly, and you're like, Are you guys Talking about snow crab, you know, yeah. and it's like let's get into it. And See, so I then I found out shows... you were diehard.
1: Like I'm diehard. I think it shows that you're a little bit of an older fan because it used to be that you kind of kept it to yourself a little bit. I mean, some people listening might not believe this, but you really did kind of like shut up about it a little bit. We called back D- in the day. We
0: called uh, D and Dunkin' Donuts at school so we, we can so we could speak about it in front of people. Playing
1: basketball, we called it. <laughs> Do you want to play basketball? <laughs> It's just like three kids with asthma, three
0: dumpy kids with asthma going, we have basketball practice tonight. It looks like
1: you guys uh, (laughs) drink a lot of Mountain Dew when you play basketball.
0: Yeah. You guys all have Um, uh, brittle bones. (laughs) There's no way you should be jumping.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, We would be like, are we going to Dunkin' Donuts after school today? It's like, yes, we are. And it's Friday. So we're going to eat at Dunkin' Donuts all night. We're like, hell
1: yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's awesome.
0: Man, I miss Um, D&D.
1: That's a after well you wanna, if you want to play I run games oh God. all the time oh god and I, and I and I run like you know really simple games so you don't have to uh, devote your life to it you come in you play and also actually uh, John Roy you know John he's looking for a player for his fifth edition game ooh that's that's the new edition yeah I haven't even gotten into that yet I played I a little my bit with character t- for it ooh that's fun he's a um he's a druid. Ooh! but he's like more of like a fighting druid so all the spells i gave him are like he can sense like a weakness in you to use you know to attack you you know oh, what i mean awesome. yeah he, he, like, yeah
0: yeah druids are like tree warriors is what how i always remember them, yeah right? like the forest warrior my guy like a worships... step past ranger they're they're more
1: magical than rangers yeah right? my guy worships the white lion i decided uh, i don't know what that means my last
0: campaign was my character's name was lager brewerhead heir to the uh, brewerhead uh fortune nice. my dad was a beer maker and I was a drunken dwarven fighter whose family uh cast him out because he would just get into drunken brawls it's like you have to go become a man before you can run the that's brewery that's awesome yeah
1: i love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, that's great i fucking i oh god i'm i'm such a hard on right now i miss D so much dude, dude don't play <laughs> i oh i fucking will
1: i really make it like uh you know four hours play play for about four hours yeah usually do you you know yeah that's plenty uh, I well scratch that is. when we first started or well when we first started Three or four years ago, when I was running like fourth edition D D, you had to play for like seven hours, right, in order to like get to the end of like a a, a story, yeah. Or something to just like kill that. the
0: last kobold and get right. the treasure, yeah.
1: yeah. And, and I was like, I gotta fix this. So I read this, uh, this uh, it's really an ebook. It's only an ebook. It's called the Lazy Dungeon Master, and this guy's awesome. He's just like. It should not take that long and it should just be fun. And he's so it's like, like a streamlining of... Yeah, he just gives you advice. He's like, just come up with like three things like this and then a thing like this and then just improvise it. And he's like, you can improvise it. Just make it up. And I do more of that now and it's way more fun because... I'm not trying to get certain things to happen as the game, right? Monster. And then you're
0: like, no, why don't we? What the NPC says, we should definitely go into the cave, right? <laughs> I'm, just,
1: I'm also just seeing what's going to happen, <laughs> right? You know what right, I mean? right, right. So I have the stats on some stuff, and we just go. Oh, that's fun! Yeah. It's really fun. That I, I played in a w-
0: way more laid back game recently, and it was and it was you, when you don't have to play by like every fucking rule. It's yeah. really it's really fun, and it's kind of like. Uh, we like killed the captain of the guard that we were supposed to like work for. And yeah. then like the DM, Charlie Sanders, shout out right here. Charlie just like rolled with it right away and was like, all right, yeah, so now you guys are villains. Everyone in the town hates you. Here's <laughs> this is the life you got to live now. And it's like change just downshifted the story
1: right there. It was so fun. That's great. And the whole point of it, the only thing it has over video games, the only thing. Is that you can go and do anything you want, right? Even in Skyrim, which gives you almost the most amount of choices you could have, you still can't do literally anything you want. Right? You know what I mean? Like so, when you're fighting a dragon,
0: you have to just slash it or just shoot it. Right? Like in D D, you could be like, I run behind, leap on its tail, right? You know, roll for dexterity checks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so if that's the only advantage, that should be the thing you're. Pushing the whole time. Right, you're or else let's just games. all go home
0: and play Diablo together. Exactly, <laughs> which is
1: also fun Very, in its own way. Yeah, you, don't you know,
0: have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I need, as an elder statesman, uh, yeah. as someone who's slightly more red, I need some. Uh, recos knowing that sure. high fantasy is probably my favorite but i'm open to uh, like i've never even read any of the i said snow crash before just as a key word but i've never read that's neil stevenson
1: that's neil stevenson i never read that's any his of first that's his first right and like it's cyber that's cyberpunk that's his like
0: i remember playing a like uh, uh rpg like a tabletop like cyberpunk alt version which of, one was it Shadowrun.
1: run shadow run yeah shadow runs such a weird universe it's cyberpunk it's basically you know william gibson neuromancer or uh or neil stevenson's uh snow crash but also there's this whole thing where magic has returned to the earth so there's also dwarves and elves and sorcery and shaman and stuff like like that
0: what do you like about role playing we'll just put it in this fucking thing
1: everything is in this there's
0: the matrix (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. I always like I was always a little well I was always a little annoyed at Shadowrun because it was so many fucking rules because they were like these are the rules for computer hacking these are the rules for atomic missiles these are the rules for spells (laughs) there's spells because there's everything yeah yeah. So they're just like, here. Are, here's an exhaustive list of rules for every possible thing that you could put in a game.
0: I played some game recently. I feel like it was called Magic. That no, wasn't Magic, because that would be Magic the Gathering. It was something where... Oh, fuck, I wish I could remember the name of it. But we just like rolled five, six-sided dice for everything. And it was like a world where you had only... Some people had some access to the magic world. Like Rift? Nope, that wasn't it. Rifts?
1: So, really? No, I don't... Uh, Rifts is a, is a old game... Um, pretty popular in the '90s. From the Palladium was the name of the the uh, company, <laughs> and Rifts was again. It was the similar universe. It was like uh, these doors to different dimensions that opened and the Earth became a battleground of vampires, robots, sorcerers, Greek gods. Uh, you know, Cthulhu I did monsters. I did play
0: Rifts when I was, when I was a kid. I remember yeah. that now. Or at least we used to buy those uh, ex- expansions or those like things to be like, this is what we're gonna play next, and yeah. they were like. I don't like read the rules and you're like, eh, let's just play (laughs) D&D. Yeah, you know,
1: the thing that's crazy is as an adult, I've been going through all those games I used to have, buying them again, and then figuring out how to, and finally playing them, you know. Oh, that's. And maybe I only play one session, but I get I get to scratch that itch and get it oh, done. Oh,
0: that's so awesome! Because yeah. I've thought about doing that. Because we tried the Star Wars role playing game. We tried yeah. like we've tried all of those as kids, and we just maybe weren't smart enough or had the attention. I mean, I don't know if I I'm still smart enough to so have the attention span. Yeah. but I would want to try to do that.
1: The rules are pretty complicated for kids. I think sometimes you played them wrong and it didn't matter, you know. That's
0: the other thing too. I'm mean, like, and like I could look through the second player uh the second edition player's handbook right now uh AD&D and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, we bastardized it. Oh, we yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. did this wrong." Oh yeah, yeah. We this is definitely in favor of play. Like we would do things that were like but would made it, made it more fun as
1: kids, you yeah, know. Totally, like, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. So yeah, I'm going through all the old games that I had and playing all of them. I have I have like, I don't know, like three or four that I haven't played yet that I really want to play. Oh, that's fun, man. But I've done a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot of them.
0: I picture like the best, weirdest box art stacked up in your apartment
1: here. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my favorite game is Call of Cthulhu, which is based on H.P. Lovecraft, Call of Cthulhu. Yep.
0: Also a world I know of and never read or know anything about. It's, it's I see the I see the adjective Lovecraftian uh, places and yeah. I still, it doesn't register anything. It's
1: dork stuff for depressed kids. Is it? People that I know that always loved Lovecraft had like a... Something was rough. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like... The the whole point of Lovecraft is there is no Jesus. There is no God. <laughs> it is an uncaring universe <laughs> filled with alien beings that don't care if you live or die. And that's who Cthulhu is? Cthulhu is a massive ancient alien entity who doesn't even know you're there. But if he awakens, the earth will just fall into the apocalyptic chaos. <laughs> huh. And... They look a lot like the D&D
0: Mind Flayer, right? Well, <laughs> um actually Mind Flayer stole it from Cthulhu. Uh, I'm assuming that's where it got, stole yeah. it from because there's <laughs> Mind Flayer is so and then Zoidberg from Drama sure, yeah. is
1: <laughs> the
0: next iteration. He has the
1: tentacle, he has the squid head. Hey, you know what though? If you read the original story, eh, again, like I said, you know, those that old stuff, it was written in like the 20s. He doesn't he says one time it looks kind of like a squid but then he says it looks like something else over here and something else over and here. And then
0: artwork retroactively fit like as someone makes a painting right. of the cover was like
1: draw it and he was like got it and then <laughs> yeah. everybody based it on that guy's Right, thing. that's like
0: that's what Cthulhu is. Yeah, and now own. it's
1: a plush toy, but if you go back to the original stuff, it's just all over the place and it's more about the fact that it's scary, not about that it's, you know, a squid head, a giant yeah. squid head giant Godzilla monster.
0: Uh, and is the Lovecraft world a huge? Is there like a lot of books in that world, or is it? Oh, just, is
1: so it, many! Because yeah. you know he was the first person to have a shared universe. So he was the first person to go, "Hey, would you guys also like to write about these specific creatures and, and uh, gods and things that I've made up?" Oh, wow. and so he would write letters with like guys who were like sixteen years old, and they'd be like, "Can I write in your universe?" And he'd be like. Of course you can. So, you know, before the Marvel universe, before really there was even a DC universe, there was Lovecraft's universe. Oh, Where cool. all these different writers have been writing in it since the 20s. Oh, that's awesome. Some of them pretty famous. Um, well, Robert Howard, the guy that created Conan, also wrote in that universe. He has some stories that are kind of like Lovecraft-type stories. Oh, that's... Wait,
0: so if I wanted to get into Lovecraft, where should I start there?
1: Um, that's a great question. I think that the, uh, the Dunwich Horror is a good way to get in. Um, Chris the, the engineer is you literally really, nodding his head along as, long as yeah. you say it. you can't do you can't really go wrong with the call of Cthulhu really right. but I think I don't tell people that because they already have this image of Cthulhu in their head right? And you, so I say go with the Dunwich horror go with uh, the shadow over Innsmouth Okay. Oh, you know, yeah, of
0: course Insmith.
1: do you know about the shadow <laughs> of no, Innsmouth not, sorry oh. I didn't
0: mean to be sarcastic no 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 it it's hilarious no 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 no, 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 no,
1: yeah. no I'm glad that uh, I, you know some people still don't know this stuff because it's still there for
0: you to discover right that's what exci- that's what excited me the most is when I was like yeah I'm kind of I read a lot of fantasy then you're like oh have you read this have you read this have you read this I was like no 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 yeah. uh, and I was
1: like fuck dude there's so much more out there so, yeah now that's really horror I'm sorry I got off fantasy I need to answer your question yeah well is a recommendation for me Um, yeah yeah, but i really i really want everybody to read that stuff especially i mean if you like horror like just fucked up universes but in terms of an epic fantasy or high fantasy oh okay so uh this is not at all um elves and dwarves really but there's this uh this series i like by this guy named steven erickson uh what's it called uh, I can't remember the name of the series right now, but it's really like out of control. Like his universe is so weird. it, it is swords and fighting and like gods and monsters. But it's like the book opens and then like someone's soul gets thrown into a puppet and then he doesn't go, this is how that worked and why that <laughs> happened. He's just like, that happened now. And then there's like a guy who is like kind of half evil, but sometimes he's good. He's got a flying castle. <laughs> and then all of the... Um, All of the magic works by these gods and these other dimensions, and you're always kind of borrowing your magic from them. But then sometimes things can go wrong with them, or they can get wounded, and then your magic gets all fucked up. For the listeners, Jared is dripping sweat, (laughs) standing over the microphone. (laughs) The first book is called Gardens of the Moon. The second one's called Deadhouse Gates. Steven Erickson. Steven Erickson. It is some of the most dense and hard-to-access epic fantasy you can possibly read, it's like you have to kind of just go, well, I didn't understand that. Well, I'm going to keep going. Uh, the, dude, the fact that you just... I'm getting like recognition uh,
0: chills right now. That is one of the things that... I've learned from fantasy reading yeah. that has helped me read books where you're like don't get caught up in this paragraph.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this
0: is very confusing, but I feel like you could just read for another 10 pages right. and then that gets explained. Right. And that's and I've learned that to the point where like I now like I'll be watching a movie with my wife and she'll be like what's going on and I'll be like just wait We're smart enough. They'll explain
1: it. That's exactly what my wife is like. That's why she always has a problem with speculative fiction stuff. Because we'll be watching a movie that's a sci-fi or a fantasy movie or something. And she'll just pause it and be like, wait. He can talk directly into their minds and you're like, just (laughs) yes. Yeah, it's She has to like stop and go, What is that? Right. She's not used to the tropes. Right, exactly. And that fantasy has taught me like
0: even when I'm reading any like reading any book now, I'm just like, Yeah, 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 I'll figure it out. Who's this character Wait, what are they referring to? His name will come up again. And I'll see it again. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's and if you would you can bail on a paragraph. Like if I didn't know about fantasy if I didn't have Going in to read A Song of Ice and Fire, if I didn't have a background in reading fantasy, I would blow it off after like the third Sansa chapter. (laughs) But you're like, no, you know, like just get,
1: you can get through it. Yeah, These Erickson books are so amazing. Like you can read them pretty quickly, but they're so weird and that none of the stuff is like stuff you've seen before. It's truly unique. I think he's a little crazy. His bad guys in the third book are They make you want to vomit. They're so awful. They are this army where after they've slaughtered, like, an an opposing army, these crazy women come in and fuck the corpses, and then they have these corpse babies who become, like, these cannibal shock troops that are sent (laughs) ahead of the army. Like, and and that's... I I am... Erect
0: with excitement it's to read. It's so.
1: This. Yeah. It's but it's. I've never really read something like that, and and it is this thing where you kind of have to go. Okay, I didn't really get that paragraph. Let's keep going. You know?
0: Right. That's so funny. You said like you. I just recognize that trait
1: in me from you bringing that up. I just remember the name of the series. The Malazan Book of the Fallen. Okay, well... For, That's good. name Forgive of you series. for
0: forgetting the name of the series. I'm glad I remember. it. Everything is always like a mouthful. It's like, don't forget to read The Theory of the Crystal shard. You
1: know, it's always like, I gotta say this shit out loud. It's just, I love it. The Malazan Book of the Fallen. It just sounds so awesome. awesome. I'm
0: gonna throw a reco back at you while yes. we're here, because this is one of my c- new favorites. Um, and very good entry-level f- uh, fantasy for the listener. Um, Joe Abercrombie yeah uh, I think it's called uh, the book of law is the trilogy the named? book of law
1: trilogy the, the blade Sword itself. itself the blade
0: itself is, is the first one,
1: one. Oh. so you read these I read the first one so my confession is I often read the first of a series and go okay I'll get back to that later and then never 100 do 100 books later let,
0: let me tell you great series that trilogy itself is really good yeah. and then he has three other novels yeah. that are in the world that don't directly reference these characters, yeah, and it's kind of like characters you read about because there's a lot of like legendary warriors is like this big part of this world, Abercrombie's world, like so and so is, there. and then like the other three books, which are like in Cold Blood, Heroes, and
1: something else, yeah, is like uh Truman Capote is in Cold Blood. Part <laughs> right. of this. Uh, it's it best ties of... in. It's weird. <laughs> you gotta read capote yeah, he, to get this he's
0: got in cold blood um catcher in the rye <laughs> and Worthering heights those are his yeah. three <laughs> fantasy yeah, yeah sure uh, we just trick kids into doing homework on this podcast right. <laughs> so like, if you like fantasy you're gonna love of mice and men yeah chinua <laughs> Achebe's* things fall apart yeah. uh best served cold you may that's what it best is served cold. so the, okay. these other three books are just three separate really awesome stories that take place in the same world and you're just informed enough that when they reference something you're like oh yeah i know it." it's such yeah. a fun universe that but it isn't like continuity is imperative to the storytelling that's and, great and i love that his he's abercrombie uh is funny yeah like his like his, his main character is very funny and Writes very good violence. Yes, like very
1: good violence. And all of the characters, at least what I know from the first book, are deep kind of like the deconstructions that's that's a nerdy way to say it I also, they're just not what you'd expect like the barbarian is such a good survivor that he's kind of a coward right Right. Like, right. he's, he's totally like totally he, an opportunist he's, scumbag. Yeah. he's an absolute scumbag yeah, and, in a good way yeah. and then there's an inquisitor character who is a awful person in yeah. many ways right it's a wizard and, like, and the way they treat
0: magic in this world too is that like most people don't believe in it yeah and it's like that's such a fun that's how it should be yeah. is that like the peasants the dumber people don't believe and uh, those uh, one uh, one of the other books is uh, one of those other three I mentioned is just I think it's called Heroes or mm-hmm. something like that is just Heroes w- die maybe yes yes and it's just one huge battle that's and cool. it's fucking awesome and it's like the strategy behind it uh, going inside to like on the micro level of the what actual great fight.
1: idea for for a, a novel and I haven't heard that before all of these epic fantasy books have battles in them but you always feel like you didn't get the whole story of the battle right. you're just following the one guy that's a smart way to do it. it's that. such
0: an awesome way to yeah. do it because it is like it's like the bridge over the river Kwai but yeah. with a fan it literally is like a group one tribe's trying to hold this mountain and one tribe is trying to take it and then it's like all the po- politics they go, zoom out you see the politics of what's going on then yeah. zoom back into little micro fights and so, it's fucking great I love die that die fan of Abercrombie yeah <laughs> Yeah. And apparently he's got a new new series out, but it's more YA called like Half a King. I, I bought it, but I haven't started it yet.
1: Well, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I got to get back into those books because I I, I I loved the first one, and then I'm just such a I have such a D and D with my reading, yeah, yeah, that I just never got back. I, I, we
0: just said you just said A D and D.
1: I just—I have so much advanced, advanced Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons,
0: dude. We got the pump is primed. Yeah, <laughs> so why don't we, hit me back with another? Um, um, record. I
1: love a guy named R. Scott Baker, and he wrote a, a series. Uh, I think it's called the Prince of Nothing series. Uh, the first book is called The Darkness That Comes Before
0: I wish we could just pull out every specific we said every title or every proper noun Do a and super just have cut. a list of it Yeah, like a super cut uh, just a list of all the proper nouns we've said in this podcast would oh, be yeah.
1: insane so what is it The Prince of Nothing The Prince of Nothing uh, trilogy it is about a crusade and I read some books about the crusades because this book was so good that I wanted to read about the real crusades <laughs> and that's the, the that's amazing but this is an amazing thing in and of itself it's about this crusade uh, and there's something going on in the background maybe these people these warriors are being manipulated to go and attack this opposing kingdom and is it these ancient uh evil uh like race that nobody believes in anymore much like like the magic from abercrombie (sighs) it is it is extremely dark this series and like really serious but it pulls it off and oh that's fun one of the main characters is this monk who has been trained to have such clear thinking that he has complete and total control over every facial expression that he makes the way he breathes the way he moves so that he kind of has mind control over everybody around him and can always like predict He's a the next move they're going to make. Justified how he's one step ahead of everyone. Right. That's and the only w- person that's immune is this like barbarian who doesn't know so, manners. So great. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that's so fun. Yeah. That's,
0: that is such a fun... Pa- uh, so, I just read this other trilogy that was really good called the Brilliance Trilogy. Uh, Marcus Sakin. It's not a fantasy. It's not high fantasy. But it is like... It's pretty much what if X-Men were real? People start being born gifted. They just... of the population happens to have this weird genetic thing and they have minor class 4 gifted you know and the main character in that the guy you're following has just very good situational awareness yeah he can like read body language and he's like Jared's right knee is tensed he's going to make that way I can head him off at the pass if I leave and it's like choosing that power and analyzing breaking that down is such an awesome way to like just justify I'm a badass like I'm faster and stronger or whatever it's
1: almost it's more book appropriate too right right? it reads better than you would see yeah you would never see it on a comic book page, really. You'd never really even... It would be tough, tough to do it in a movie. You'd have to do right. a lot of slow down and fast it forward. It would be like that H-U-D
0: yeah. slash bullet time kind of thing. Totally. You'll like, be stepping here. Uh, they tried to do it with that movie Green Hornet. Uh, and it, that oh tel- yeah, that there was like one sequence where Cato sort of does a like that scene outside the car. I remember it because I was like, "This is the most Michel Gondry moment of this film." Yeah, and this is the best part of the movie, and nothing
1: else was even near there, dude. I, 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 for some reason, I like that movie. That's one of Jared's picks. <laughs> you heard it here. If you take away any recommendations from this podcast, please watch the Green Hornet. I have to admit that really, anytime I do a podcast, I'm really doing my own podcast. Jared's picks. <laughs>
0: Um, well, to be fair, this one we the dynamic was set up that this is Jared's. Picks. I knew it was perfect. <laughs> so Jared's picks, we got Prince of Nothing. The
1: Prince of Nothing. Our Scott Baker. Uh,
0: by the way, fantasy authors' names, so great. R. Yeah, a, yeah. R. a. Salvatore, yeah. uh, Orson Scott Card. you know, like <laughs> Yeah. What
1: would your fantasy uh novel name be if novelist name? Oh, that's great. Actually, you're probably fine. John Gabris sounds yeah. like yeah. I would I would read a hefty paperback yeah. by John Gabris. My middle
0: name is James, so if I were JJ Gabris sounds very like eighties hip hop y, yeah. but on a picture like on a, a, a like a cover with a dress... Dragon breathing fire onto a barbarian holding a shield. JJ Gabris. That's great. Yeah, is a little yeah, more real yeah. sounding. Logan Jared, I think, is Logan the- jaredson <laughs> Yes. Logan jaredson <laughs> And ending with like the the same like alliterative ending. Yeah. Logan jaredson I love oh, it. Logan is such like Jared Logan, by the way, the name Jared Logan itself is a is the identity name of fifty super like that's yeah. like, it's so it's like so powerful but generic at the same time it's in a weird great. way.
1: It, I've always liked it. it it's, it's a kind great name, of generic without being generic. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's I like sound it's just about men. my name, but I really am. I think it's a
0: great name. I agree. Literally, I, when I typed in Jared Logan in G- Gmail to email you, I was like, Jared Logan is blank enough that it would be Daredevil's real name. You know, I, yeah. Obviously, but at the same time, it's, those guys always have the G- Clark Kent. Yeah. You know, it's always like a very strong name, but it sounds plain. But it sounds But Jared plain. Logan is one of those, like, when wielded correctly. Unadorned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, especially in this age where everybody names their kid, like, yeah. you know pianoforte and <laughs> owl wing and
0: my friend's name is Bob his birth certificate says Bob his parents just named him Bob wow and his wife's a teacher and she has four masons in their in their class in the graduating class is four masons zero Bobs
1: Zero that's Bob. just the
0: the way it's changes nobody's named Robert anymore right <laughs> that's true unless you're the fifth because like that family's traditional or whatever
1: yeah yeah well, everybody's everybody has access to everything now, so they have more choices. You know. Yeah, and it's an arms race
0: to name your kid the more fucked up thing. In the world. I guess so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with something old like George or something. Yeah, I love George. Yeah. yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: go with something that is. I'm gonna go with an animal. I'm gonna name my kid like an animal's Good. name, Adam's like marmoset, <laughs> marmoset, something, another regal, <laughs> yeah, Loris, Gabris, Lemur Gabris, yeah, <laughs> Please come it. to the principal's office, you bug-eyed it. freak. Um, Jared, sadly, this is the end of our time. Oh no! But what I'd like to do is, and I've been saying this to a lot of my guests because I feel like I don't. At this point, when we're speaking, only one of my episodes has even aired, but I am doing recurring. So I'd love to have you back on in several Anytime. episodes, and I will, in the meantime, read some of these books. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll blast through some of these books. I've been sitting on Robert, the first book of Wheel of Time for about five years. I literally have been carrying it in my backpack for one year and
1: reading comics and other books instead. Well, but I have book one of the Wheel... Did you read Wheel of Time? I read the first four, and everybody that read the whole thing was like, good job. Oh, you mean like
0: for the first? You can game.
1: stop, uh-huh. uh, but actually, recently Brandon Sanderson, you know, not Robert Jordan, went back and finished it, and I hear the final books are great. Interesting. Maybe yeah, that. My be... brother says they're fantastic. I gotta get. We gotta get your brother on here. <laughs> well, no, you know what? That if you really want to have the deepest possible conversation about this, you should let me know uh, when when I can have him on. He doesn't live here, but he's gonna come visit. If he visits, he's you read email me. every single book like this we're talking about the
0: logan brothers by the way is either a moving company or two <laughs> high-powered ceo that na- like that's the yeah. name that's what i like about that name it's it's either the, the logan brothers plumbing or logan right. brothers assassins <laughs> like you yes, could be between
1: both. the two of them they've read all of the expanded universe <laughs> novels
0: yeah it's a slightly different power that the. Yeah. Logan brothers. so i let's let's have you back on to read more and uh for the listeners email high and mighty podcast at com or tweet at uh, at John Gabrus and oh, I'm at Jared Logan at Jared Logan. Tweet oh. at us with recos or things that you want us to talk about on the next one. And we'll get them. We'll gather them all together and get into it. Now, Jared, we're, we're wrapping up here, but do you have anything you want to plug to keeping in mind that this may not come out for two months? That's
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause this is evergreen. If you, uh, if if you have a mind, uh, check out my album. It's called My Brave Battle. It's on iTunes, Amazon, and everything.
0: My Brave Battle. My Brave Battle. Which one gets you the mo- biggest percentage? iTunes?
1: Um, Yes. I oh, uh, I don't
0: know that. I always feel like if
1: people have the choice. Wait, I got to call my agent. Hold on.
0: Stand by. We're going to fuck. Shut down. What one gets me the biggest percentage? <laughs> Give up. What? Give up? <laughs> oh, that was my dad. My My Brave World? My, My Brave Battle. My Brave Battle. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, the, uh, My Brave Battle is the third book of a series. Or yeah, something. right? <laughs> All right. So download My Brave Battle. Read these books. I'm going to read some of Jared's recommendations and come back to another episode of High and Mighty every Thursday on the HeadGum Network. Later, shitheads. And thank
1: you, Jared Logan. Thank you, John. High <laughs> hi, 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 and